This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And we're starting off the show um, with some sad news, unfortunately, because we are looking at the life and legacy of the Domestic Trade and Cost of Living Minister, Datuk Sri Salahuddin Ayub, who passed away yesterday. Yes, so this was um, after being admitted to the hospital on Friday. So the announcement came via his press secretary, Shakirin Husnal, who announced that he had been, that Salahuddin had been taken to the emergency ward uh, at about 10.15 on Friday p.m. uh, after suffering from nausea and vomiting, was later diagnosed with a brain hemorrhage by a specialist and then passed away at 9.23 p.m. yesterday. So the minister was uh, 61 at the time and uh, this was in Alostaka, at the Sultana Bahia Hospital. So I think it's worth giving uh, a little bit of a background on this. Firstly, he um, he leaves behind his wife uh, as well as six children, I think. And he was... He was from uh, Pontian, Johor. He was the deputy president of Amana, the state chairman of Pakatan Harapan in Johor. And um, as we've mentioned, he has been the minister of domestic trade and uh, cost of living from 2022. Previously, though, he was the minister of agriculture and agro-based industry from 2018 to 2020. He started off his political career with PAS and then switched to Amana in 2015. And so that is kind of a political primer for who he was. But perhaps in terms of tributes and how people are talking about him, he has uh, a lot of his contributions towards trying to alleviate the pressure of cost of living, a lot of that has been highlighted. Yeah, because most recently he's been very outspoken about approaching the um, the cost of living issues, inflation and so on with a healthy dose of compassion. Actually, that's what a lot of people are saying. Um, he was behind the Rahma initiative, which of course is most uh, obviously talked about through the Rahma menu, which allows for uh, affordable food for people from all income levels. Um, and of course, there are also various um, calls by him to bring in entrepreneurs into this. The other thing that keeps coming up uh, in terms of his uh, his values and the kind of politician he was is that he was someone who is while not necessarily um, on the same uh, side in terms of what uh, what his ideologies were that he was somebody who was always very open to working across the island. Um, it seems to be described as pleasant and friendly and uh, open to ideas, which I think is is a really um, it's a really good thing to be able to say about someone in this fraught political climate today. That's been reflected by the people providing tributes, right? Because, of course, um, Prime Minister Dr. Sri Anwar Ibrahim had uh, a post on Facebook talking about how this is a huge loss. But others have also done so, um, including Basatu President Tan Sri Muhyiddin Yassin, past President Tan Sri Abdul Hadi Awang, uh, DAP Chairman Slim Guan Ng, as well as Muda President Said Sadiq, and uh, Deputy Trade and Industry Minister Liu Chin Tong. So among the people who have have um, written tributes actually is our guest. Uh, we are shortly going to be hearing from Kasturi Pato, who is the former MP for Batukawan, as well as the Deputy Secretary for International Affairs for DAP. Let us know. We are talking today about the 
very unfortunate passing, um, sudden passing actually, of the Domestic Trade and Cost of Living Minister, Datuk Sri Salahuddin Ayub. Um, share your thoughts with us. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. Bold, fearless Malaysians. BFM eighty nine point nine. The Business Station. It is 5.12 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. We are starting off our show today by talking about the sad passing of Datuk Sri Salahuddin Ayub, who most recently was Domestic Trade and Cost of Living Minister. So we're paying tribute and asking you for your thoughts. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line, we have Kastari Pato, who's the former MP for Batu Kawan and DAP Deputy Secretary for International Affairs. Kasturi, always a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you so much, uh, Lina and Sharmila. So, um, to start off with, how did you react when you heard the news of um, Salahuddin's passing? Um, I was gutted, I was shocked. Um, but um, in fact, uh, the MP for Bayan Baru, YB Sim Zizin, uh, he had visited uh, the late YB Salahuddin and he had texted me to say, hey, uh, chairman is not doing well. Uh, you know, I'm heartbroken. Um, perhaps some background to why we call him chairman is uh, we had formed a very close bond uh, with Datuk uh, Sri Salahuddin uh, when he was chairman of the Parliamentary Special Select Committee for International Affairs. Both of us were members of the committee and we had visited uh, the UK Parliament and made a trip to Geneva to understand the uh, universal periodic review process and Malaysia, the Human Rights Council, UNHCR, we visited uh, the International Red Cross. So trips like this, in fact, uh, brings you closer to each other uh, and uh, reveals a lot about the person that you don't normally see in Parliament or at rallies, etc., uh, so when he told me that, I was I was very 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 down. Uh, I continued praying, and uh, to see the news was I was absolutely gutted. I was shocked. I was stunned uh, when I heard it. And you know, I'm I'm overseas right now, so with the time difference, it was just trying to keep abreast with what was happening in Malaysia, and it was just tears, tears, and. Even until now, I had a very bad sleep and thinking about it. Um, he he was a very, he was soft-spoken, yes. But there were times that if you heard him in rallies, he had this white anger about him when he spoke about corruption, when he spoke about race politics, when he spoke about uh, dishonesty. All these behaviours were just something he would just, it's unthinkable for him and he just, he would make it so clear to you that it is unimaginable for leaders to have this sort of personality. And I still remember some of his speeches in Parliament, particularly when he was uh, um, making a comment uh, during the period where we had three prime ministers in a period of two years, um, where he used this phrase, um, that hit me very hard. And I told him after that, I said, wow, I did. that was really tough, you know. And he smiled at me so gently and he said, yeah, you think so? And I said, yeah, I mean, if I was on the receiving end, I would have felt burnt. 
but that's the kind of person YB Salahuddin was. He always referred to me as his sister. Uh, he had the privilege of meeting my fiancé before we got married and would often, you know, in moments of seriousness, belt out a song with, from Paris with love. And he would have this giggle after he sang the song, which made everybody erupt in laughter. He was serious, and yet he had this light side of him. Um, I, I, I'm still coming to terms to accept it. Um, because even after being an MP, I had visited Parliament and seen him. He always so gracious uh, to to welcome you, to ask you to sit down. Can we have a drink? And a lesson I learned from this is to never put on hold something that you can do if you have the chance to do it quickly. Waibi Salahuddin has been messaging me and saying, oh, why don't you... Why don't we have a little reunion of the of the select committee friends? You know, same you uh, and the former Putatan MP. Let's meet up over lunch. And I say, oh, YB, but I'm in Penang. I'm not sure when I come to KL next. But you know, sometimes other things take over, and sometimes you forget. Sometimes you say, oh, next time. So while I was conveying this to my 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 husband, we were both very upset because he had met Salahuddin as well. My last meeting with uh, Webi Salahuddin in Parliament was he apologized he couldn't come for my my wedding and he took out his wallet to give me some money and I said no no Webi please no and he said no no this is not for you it's for your children later on and uh, Webi Fuzia was there as well so we had a good laugh about it that was my last conversation with him I will have fond memories uh, memories that I will take with me and keep with me for a very long time. In fact, um, just reading all the messages on social media of, of strangers, people who've said that they've never met him before, but they have not stopped crying. Some holding back tears because they are in their office or their workplace. It just, I broke down just reading it. I was just uncontrollable, really. Even speaking to you now, it's it's not easy. Um just imagining him not seeing him in parliament, not hearing his voice. Um, yeah, he, but he has left a great legacy, not just through his work, but his message. You see, he has united Malaysians from all walks of life to come together to, to speak about the values that he has preached for so long, uh, through his charamas, through his work, through his gentle action. Uh, Everything that he has said, people remember it today and have some have made personal vows to live uh, all the, the values that, that he had he had left or he had uh, uh, mentioned or the values that he had lived by. Today you say you see people saying, Oh, we must continue this this mindset of, of him, how he broke so many barriers just by being himself. His, his plans for, for Malaysia was that no one should go hungry, you know, simple, direct, you know, his, his plan to eradicate poverty in, in, and in this form to put food on the table. And exactly as what he did, he was that kind of a man, simple and straightforward, but very driven. I will miss him very much. You know, Kasturi, one of the things that many politicians have been highlighting is uh, his ability to find common ground, even with people with who uh, he had differing values or views. What can you tell us about this? Oh, he, he yes, uh, he had this um, about him that 
while he was he looked very uh, uh, angry while he was serious but that was not the case so when he reached out and he often had no problems reaching out the other side to different parties to different people for their opinions and he he took the time to listen uh, when we had our parliamentary select committee meetings which is uh, formed by bipartisan MPs he took time to listen to MPs from PAS or MPs from GPS uh, uh, for that matter at that time uh, every opinion was important for him to listen to and that made uh, those who had this prejudice or this thought of, oh, you know, uh, YB Salahuddin being a, a Amana MP or part of Pakatan Harapan, he's going to have this view on me. No, it broke those kind of prejudices. Uh, he he always, no, you, you, you know that and you could sense that he was very busy and he had a lot on his plate. But for him to stop and have a small conversation with you, generous with his smile, made you feel that, wow, this is you know, uh, he he's really something. So it is true. He he valued, um, um, particularly in the parliament uh, circle, he valued the work that the parliamentary staff did for us, the research that they did for us. Sometimes the officers within the parliamentary structure, uh, even his political opponents as well. So this is this is uh, on point uh, of YB Salahuddin's personality. So. Much has been made of uh, the Rahma initiative, and it's something that you mentioned as well. Uh, you covered this earlier, but I, I thought maybe we could expand a bit. How would you describe his legacy as a politician, as a minister? Um, how do you want to see it continued? Um, I think uh, Wabi Salahuddin has uh, left many um, um, stories or, or you know experiences that, that we can all take a little bit and how it would um, benefit us differently. For example, how he won in one election, lost in the other, and he was voted in again. What he did uh, at the time that he lost uh, the period that he was no longer an MP, he still continued the fight, he still continued the struggle. Um, he had this uh, um, graciousness about him. And apart from this Brahma legacy that he has left behind it, you know, it was, he's just been minister for a few months, not even a year. And and to have such a great impact on the lives of people, he for him it was if you want to speak about these big reforms that you want to to address and you want to fix and you want to repair, rebuild, rejuvenate. Let's start with putting food on the table. Um, when we were in Geneva and we had spoken to um, the team at the uh, UN UNHCR on refugees. He was extremely concerned about the matter when we had met uh, the International Red Cross. So in, in the midst of meeting these big giants of human rights and humanitarian workers, etc., he still came back to the basics. You know, he all he would say, tak ke mana kalau, kalau tak ada makanan, tak ke mana kalau diorang lapar. So he still brought it back to basics, you know, to, to ensure that no stomach goes empty, no mouth goes hungry in Malaysia. And I think that's so important that while you, while we, we aim and achieve of doing great things, and rightfully so, Malaysia is a country that that has, it's a melting pot of everything that, you know, sometimes we need to stop ourselves and ask, ask ourselves, you know, with all these big things that we're talking about, have we ensured that Malaysians have food on the table? Do they have food to eat? Um, and that's the kind of the person he was. He, he's, I think, 
his entire life uh, uh, as a politician, as a reformist, as an even as an activist, um, and a caring, caring, concerned human being, where he constantly reminded us, "Hey, dapagi medical checkup belum." He will always ask us this in the parliament lounge, uh, or sometimes if you looked sad, he would say, "Oh, you know, you you look a bit down. You better go to the clinic and check." I do mine from time to time. You know, you have to take care of your health. So, it is these little things that are going to shape uh, Malaysians in different ways. From the work that he did as a minister, his fight uh, within his then party past, and then in Amana, you know, his the ideas that he brought forward, his. He he was really a person who could bridge um, the gap between people. Uh, I had shared stage with him when uh, we were in Pakatan Rakyat in a Cherama in Baling many years ago, and I sat there stunned listening to his speech. You know, it was, it was to to, you know, hit home a message that we should not tolerate uh, any form of corruption, race based politics, divide divisive politics. Uh, 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 to the to the to the audience and and when he came down it was just uh, oh damakan belum how are you going back after this you know be safe drive safe and so i think this is the thing that many malaysians will remember him uh, for a true gentleman a true friend a good friend kasturi thank you so much for speaking with us today thank you so much for having me that was Kasturi Pato, former MP for Batukawan and DAP Deputy Secretary for International Affairs, uh, speaking to us about about a colleague and a friend, I think. Um, the That was Sri Salahuddin Ayub, Domestic Trade and Cost of Living Minister, who passed away suddenly yesterday. Uh, we are asking you for your thoughts on this. You can call 7733-2900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we do have some messages that have come in. So Carl said... Pushed high-impact Rahma drive successfully, benefited mass, the mass rakyat that needed help. Uh, DSSA is a national hero, no doubt. Yeah, and I think that um, that that is a message that very much reflects what we just heard from Kasturi, right? Talking about how how he was a politician who thought of, or, or rather a person and a leader who thought about Malaysians and who thought about Malaysians who might be struggling and who wanted to help. And I think, you know, we covered it a lot at the time, but the Rahma Initiative, you know, it's not something that we're just saying now. It's something that we said when it was launched. It was something that we've said every time we've brought it up. It's a remarkable thing. And, you know, I think there are many politicians and ministers who talk about issues and, and challenges in very sort of highfalutin terms without necessarily demonstrating how action can be taken. Um, whatever you think about whether the Rama Initiative achieved its goal or not, it's a really good example of how you see a problem, you come up with a solution. And a solution that actually by and large seems to have achieved the goal of at least providing people with a meal they can afford on a daily basis. Uh, we also had a message from Willa, I believe, who sent through the tribute that was written in Free Malaysia today by Hannah Yeo, who is, of course, the Minister of Youth and Sports. And um, it's worth a read if you haven't read it yet. Um, it is a beautiful tribute, again, to a friend and someone that she calls a defender. So if you'd like to check that out, uh, you can find it on FMT. Again, keep those thoughts coming. We are discussing the past 
passing of uh, Dr. Sri Salahuddin Ayub and asking you if you'd like to weigh in, if you'd like to share anything, you can call 7733-2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Beating Fickle Mindsets, BFM 89.9. The Business Station. It is 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. We started off our show today by paying tribute to the late Datuk Sri Salahuddin Ayub, a Domestic Trade and Cost of Living Minister, who passed away yesterday suddenly at the age of 61. Uh, we've been asking you for your thoughts. You can call 7733-2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, I believe we We've got a caller on the line with us. We've got Dr. Hushman. Dr. Hushman, um, what are your thoughts? Hi there. Thank you for having me on. Um, I never met uh, Yang Berhormat before this event uh, that I'm about to describe. He launched the uh, Rahma menu program at one of the supermarkets near where I live. And um, and uh, after the launch, he went around the food court and supermarket and then, of course, we he bumped into me and we had a chat. And uh, like your other callers, his questions and his concerns had nothing to do with the political event or the launch. But to the very basic tenets of Malaysians, uh, how do you find schooling for your children? How do you find uh, shopping for Hari Raya? How do you find traveling after COVID? And I thought here is a very senior politician uh, of a ruling coalition, not asking about <laughs> who did you undi or anything, mm-hmm. but he went to the very basic things, what doesn't matter which Malaysian, where do you live, but he asked the basics. So I thought at this time, we Malaysians, like what we do, we come together to praise the goodness of, a, of, of another person. So this is what I wanted to say. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling and for sharing. I think that's a lovely story and very reflective of, again, the the stories and the, I, I want to say testimonies, but actually it's not really that. It's just people sharing their experiences and it all matches up. Uh, we have um, actually a similar story from Mizi, who is messaged in to say, so touched to hear the praises about the late Datuk Sri Salahuddin. Never had the opportunity to meet him, but my impression of him since he came to office was an extremely busy minister who is always on the padang. In fact, I thought this is one overworked minister, even though at that time I couldn't recall his name. I was looking out for an increase in tiredness or the graying and the losing of hair. The Iklas vibes came through the TV screen. May God bless his soul and reward his good deeds. Keep those thoughts coming. We are talking today about uh, the the late Datuk Sri Salahuddin Ayub. If you'd like to share your thoughts, you can call 7733-2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.